0: Today, with it being the beginning of November, which is kind of like the traditional shopping month, at least here in America, I thought that it would be a great time to talk about how to stop receiving things that you don't want. Before everybody goes out and does their shopping, there are some tips that you can use to kind of try to get things that you're actually going to be able to use and get enjoyment out of. I think that the first thing that really needs to be addressed is the mindset of gift giving and gift receiving. Because I think that's really where the breakdown happens, when people feel like they're being flooded with too much stuff or like too many bags of hand-me-downs or, you know, like too many gifts for the kids that they just don't have space for. I think there's really a breakdown in the mindset of what is socially acceptable when it comes to giving and receiving gifts. And I know that a lot of people feel like it's rude to approach that subject at all with somebody, which again, I think is part of the mindset that I'm talking about here. There are definitely ways that you can have conversations and that you can kind of gear people in the right direction without coming off as being abrasive or rude. If and when things slip through the cracks, because they always do, we will all, of course, receive gifts with gratitude and grace, right? We don't need to be rude about it. There's always something that you could do. I don't think that you're required to keep any gift that just doesn't fit or work for you and your house. But of course, the thought and the gratitude need not be overlooked. Just before we dive in, let's just restructure some of this, you know, social norms and what's rude and what isn't rude, because I truly don't believe that it's rude to tell people things that you want, to gear people in the right direction, to give good positive ideas. I know some people that would be terrified to just like tell somebody something that they would be interested in receiving, but honestly, it's a kind thing to do. Just like I believe that setting boundaries is also a kind thing to do, to let people know where they stand, you know, to let people know what it is you're interested in so that they don't feel like they're wasting their money and they don't feel like they're wasting their time or they don't have to worry about in regards to boundaries stepping on your toes because they just have no idea what works for you and what doesn't. So I just want to challenge you to question your stance on social etiquettes and what you think is rude and isn't rude and maybe try to phrase it in a way that like, is there something that you currently feel a little socially uncomfortable with that might actually be a kind or a nice thing to do? like letting somebody know things you're interested in, letting people know what it is that you're trying to do inside of your home. So moving on. Number one is to use a registry. So this is one of those that obviously is probably not going to be fitting for something like Christmas or the holidays, but there are tons of other occasions where a registry would be totally appropriate. Things like baby showers or weddings or graduations or housewarmings. You know, there are a lot of different occasions where we tend to shower each other with gifts that a registry would be a totally appropriate thing to do. And actually, you know, I recently did my baby nursery and baby registry, and I went over that with you guys, and I was kind of surprised at how many many people were like, people register for that? Like people have registries for their babies. It's just a tiny human, you know, it's not the king. But yes, and the reason being, well, there are actually many reasons and many benefits to having a registry. One of them being that the mom is going to get the things that she needs that she doesn't already own and that, you know, aren't going to be considered an excess because everybody's parenting style is different. But everybody's space requirements are different. And so it's just kind of a nice thing to have a registry and let people know. These are the things that I need and I may or may not use anything that goes way beyond this, right? But another thing is it helps to reduce duplicates. So for somebody who's getting married, they don't end up with two or three new sets of china or serving dishes that they don't need. And the ones that they do receive are ones that they're actually going to be able to use because it fits along with their family situation, how many people are in it and what their style is. It's very helpful for people. I can't tell you how many times I have no clue what to get somebody like I don't know what their house currently holds. They seem like they have everything. What could I possibly get them that's not going to just be added clutter to their home? And so it can be really nice uh, for the person who's buying the gift as well to know that, oh, I'm getting them something that they're excited about, that they need. Number two is to just have a conversation, especially if there are just some really well-meaning family members who are constantly giving you or your kids or your grandkids or whoever gifts and just showering you with gifts. Maybe that's their love language be, you know, as appreciative as you are, it becomes a little bit overwhelming and just a little bit too much. Having a conversation doesn't have to be rude, it doesn't have to be scary, and you can even make it like totally casual. Like say something off the wall that's not related to them at all, but that kind of lets them know where you stand and what you're working toward in your home space. Having a conversation is just probably the easiest way to make sure that you're not continuously receiving things that you just don't want or don't have space for. And depending on the types of gifts, you May even need to have a conversation about boundaries and set some boundaries there. You know, obviously you don't want somebody buying your kid something that you don't feel comfortable with your kid having. So in that case, setting some boundaries and having a conversation is good for you, it's good for them, and really it's just necessary in a lot of cases. Number three is to give ideas. Something that I started doing a few years back because we have so many family members, you know, like there's a large Christmas, especially when it comes to the kids. I started just keeping a Google Sheet and Amazon wish lists of things that the girls wanted over time, you know. So they're able to kind of manage their own list. If there's something that they think of that they want, I ask them to add it to their wish list. And it's actually a good thing for them to do because I can't tell you how many times people will come to me and ask me what the girls want for Christmas or for their birthday. And I don't necessarily know. And if I ask them, then they're put on the spot and they can't remember all of the things that they've thought of over the past few months. So when we keep these running lists, it just makes things easier for everybody. I'm able to give different people ideas and make sure that I'm not giving the exact same idea to five different people. Sometimes I'm even able to, you know, give links, which makes it super easy because they're saving tons of time and not having to make a trip to the store. For some people that might seem neurotic or like you're taking all the fun out of it. But if you reframe it as this is going to make things easier for the people who are buying them gifts and you're getting the things that are actually wanted instead of winging it and seeing what happens, it can just be better. It can keep that whole thing from happening where somebody opens something that's covered in sequins and they're beyond that age and they're having to fake a smile and sometimes kids aren't so good at doing that. You know you prevent all of the awkwardness. We've talked a lot about gifts but that's not the only stuff that you can receive that you really had no interest in receiving. So another great way to stop receiving unwanted stuff is to cancel unused or unwanted subscriptions especially if you have subscription boxes that are coming. Maybe you signed up for something or somebody bought you something as a gift a while back and now you still have these subscription boxes that are coming every month and now it's like congregating in your drawers, you know, samples that can get sent in the mail. If you just cancel those unwanted subscriptions, which I know can be annoying or a hassle depending on the type of subscription it is, but it will keep you from receiving those unwanted things every week or every month in the mail. And number five is to stand your ground. You know, like be consistent with your boundaries. Don't back down if somebody else wants to get offended or get their feelings hurt because you don't want to accept their bag of hand-me-downs or because you don't really have an interest in the heritage hutch china cabinet that's been passed down because you don't have the space for it you know receiving unwanted stuff can come in many different forms don't let the guilt kind of force you into a corner of accepting things because if you accept them a couple of times and you've just kind of broken your own boundaries and opened the floodgates for whatever people want to bring over or send your way. Don't feel bad and stand your ground. There are all different kinds of people out there. And there are people who are going to probably judge you for not wanting some of the things that they would love for you to take or that they would love to give you. And that's not on you, that's on them. So that kind of goes back to the whole mindset situation in this case of what you need to carry versus what you don't need to carry. And the quicker that you can get to that whole, I don't need to please people and I'm handling this in a gracious and pleasant way. And if somebody else gets offended, then that's not on you anymore. That's on them. I think that it's just an important part of setting boundaries and maintaining those boundaries for the sake of your own sanity and space. So those are some core guidelines for you to stop receiving so much stuff that you don't want. But if you've tried some specific things, some specific ideas or ways of creating lists or gift exchanges, I would love to hear those down in the comments. And I will chat with you next week.